sitting in Big Jim's garage. Well, he's in Mark's garage. I'm in my kitchen. It's Mark Trussell, the, uh, let me see, head of Ram Exterior and Mopar Design for FCA. Correct. Correct. How you doing, bud? I'm doing awesome. It's great to see you. Great to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, the drive for design is in the, the final, as, as we're recording this now, we're going to wrap up on Friday, right? I'll wrap up on Friday. We've been getting uh, a lot of entries uh, this week. I've been taking a sneak peek at them. So uh, some pretty cool stuff. Some pretty cool stuff to see. Now, being totally transparent, I drive a Dodge Ram. I've, I've got one. So that, that, that's my car of choice. But the idea of creating the future version of a Ram truck which was done in 2003 with the SRT 10, but we didn't realize it at the time, right? (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't you think though that like in a lot of ways, and we talk, cars, you can talk about it in the, in the history of vehicles, sometimes cars just don't fit in the right time frame, And, and that car never really fit. Now it would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was definitely, uh, uh, the, the SRT 10 was definitely one that, um, I think uh, people didn't see coming, and it, you know it, it it appealed to a lot of people, uh, but not a whole lot of people, if you will. But I think that, as your to your point, timing is everything with those things. Uh, there's a lot of vehicles like that in the past that uh, have had that. The Dodge Magnum, to me, is actually another good example of a vehicle that was probably a little bit ahead of its time as far as the station wagon piece of it goes. And um, yeah, but you talk about a polarizing vehicle. A friend of mine had one, and half of us loved it, and half of us thought it was the worst thing ever. I love that car. I love the Magnum. It was such a cool look. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. And most people I talk to, just exactly that. They either love it or they hate it. <laughs> now, um, when it comes to, like, with the SRT10, that, that whole design, when people are doing this, and I know you and Ralph actually did, like, a little video, as, or, or not a video, but you guys did a concept one where you, you sort of took the front end and then you, you kind of melded in um, a Challenger look to it. That worked, though, wouldn't it? I mean, it, 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 it worked. My nuts would it work. <laughs> Truth be told, we, uh, we did that sketch. Uh, so what it was, uh, was, was we, t- we took a Challenger, we kind of put like a, you know, a little pickup bed on the back of it. We put a Ram front end on it. That's the sketch you're talking of, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, we did a really nice job on it, made it look super professional. Uh, and it was, you know, done to kind of inspire people for our design competition, the Drive for Design competition. But it's funny because there are so many people that have reached out to me through social media and said, I would buy that thing. I would buy that thing. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty funny. So sometimes you, yeah, you stumble on something that maybe you, you didn't mean to stumble onto. <laughs> uh, the website is fcadriveforddesign.com and all the information's on there. And even I would tell people like, if you've got kids at home, get them to draw, to draw that car, that, that version of a Ram truck and just submit it, or at least just for your own, just something to do. I mean, hell, we're doing puzzles at home. Um, absolutely got my mind racing absolutely and and to your point you know that you know having kids at home the the website's got lots of interactive things for for kids of all ages it has the design competition we have examples of ram truck sketches on there as well and you know we we try and reach out to pretty much everyone who enters we try and give them some sort of feedback on their sketches and their drawing as well just to keep encouraging people that you know have that desire to to dabble in automotive design now, is it true, and I, I, you told me this years ago, Mark, that you kind of, your first break came from drawing a, or a drawing contest at Autorama, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, it's it's, okay. uh, and that's kind of what uh, um, what I've modeled this competition after was when I was in high school. Oh, and the the story is I you know I was the kid in in math class drawing cars in in the math book when I should be doing math. And I'll never forget going to my high school guidance counselor and said I want to be a car designer. And they said well, you don't have the math skills to be a car designer. That's engineering. Fortunately, I knew about the field of automotive design or automotive styling which, you know, puts that love of cars and, you know, the passion of drawing together. Uh, and there was a car design competition for high school students uh, in, at the Detroit Autorama. I entered it and I won it. And it, it really kind of validated my, my talent and set my design career in motion. Because right in Detroit's backyard, the College for Creative Studies is one of the best design schools in the world. Uh, so um, that's where I attended. A lot of other people attended. So we're, we've actually teamed up with them for this competition as well, that we, we send the top three winners to a summer course there. Um, we give them exposure to designers and that. But, yeah, to your point, uh, really this type of uh, competition is what kicked off my design career. And the, the other reason I wanted to talk to you, Mark, is that you're one of the there's, – there's very few people in the world I know that have, have a bigger passion for driving than you. You just you <laughs> drive in cars. And I think one of the things of the, the, the world we're in right now, dealing with this quarantine and all that, is the return of the Sunday drive. Just getting the hell out of the house and driving in your car. And all of a sudden, what you're driving matters more than ever, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I, th- I think it always matters. but <laughs> Well, you, you understand but, what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, a- a- totally. And, and, you know, it's you know, we're all lately, we're, we're all spending so much more time you know, in, in our homes that um, I know I yeah, personally I get to the point where on the weekends, I'm, you know, I, I, I've got to go for a, you know, three, three hour drive. I've been trying to do that the past couple of weekends. And, you know, I have a destination to pick something up in mind, but uh, it's such a mind, you know, uh, uh, release to just get out there and drive and enjoy it. Yeah, that was last weekend. We went to get Italian food, and I figured, well, a good place to go would be like 40 miles away because it's one place. I mean, we got Italian food. We do what we say we're going to do. It's just a little bit of a drive, and it's, it's cathartic for people. And I think that we are reminded, you know, we all there's been all this discussion about autonomous vehicles and generic cars and driving in cubes and boxes and everything. And then when I see stuff like this with this drive for design, I'm reminded that we love cars, especially in this country, and it's more than just a cube. It's, it's, it's who we are, and we identify with it. And when you tell me I can't drive my car, I don't like that. I, exactly. I was just going to say it's part of the freedom. You know, the owning a vehicle is part of your, your, that expression, that ability to just get out of wherever you're at and, like you say, you know, go somewhere and do something and control it yourself, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I, I feel the exact same way. So I was going to ask you a question. I was thinking about this. There's all this, you know, there's been a lot recently of cars coming to auction, especially over the past year, a couple of years, in all makes and models. The Bullet Mustang with that backstory, you know, and then, and then you see people like with Superbirds and stuff. Is there a unicorn car in the FCA world? Is there a unicorn car in the B-body world, the one that people would love to find that has that kind of story? Oh, my gosh. That's a really good question. I don't have an answer off the top of my head. That's a very good question. As far as like, like one being out there that uh, yeah. the, the, the mystery car, you know, I, I, uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I do know that years ago, um, John Hurlitz had a 70 Hemi Cuda convertible. And John Hurlitz was 
uh, the designer of the CUDA, of the 70 CUDA, and he also later went on to be the vice president of design at, at Chrysler. And his car came up for auction at one point, and it went for millions and millions of dollars. But to me, that, you know, for those that are really into, you know, a car with a history or a soul, to be owned by the designer, you know, that significant of a car, I think, is a pretty neat thing. I've always wanted Richard Petty's Superbird. That's the one. The one they raced. Yeah, that's a pretty good icon to pick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But getting back to the Ram and the whole idea of the draft for design and you working with Ram too, um, I, I realized, and again, this is not a promotional announcement for, for Ram trucks on my part, but used to be like my older truck that I had for 10 years before the hell we had it for 15 years. Um, there was no room in the back seat. You folded it down. And now trucks like, you know, we can see four people back there and put stuff when we're going camping. Trucks have become so much more than utilitarian. They are as comfortable, if not more so. So suddenly the design of a truck is more than just a badass exterior and a real long bed. It's got to be functional for four people as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a super good point that the amount of leg room in the back of a of a, a quad cab Ram is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's bigger than, you know, most pretty much all sedans uh, as far as the amount of leg room. And then you get into the, you know, the, the interior fitting, you know, the materials and the, the comfort that goes into it. They, they really have become this, you know, wonderful utility type of vehicle that, that serves a lot of different purposes all on, you know, in one package. So it really is a, a neat uh, thing for us to continue to evolve. You know, you always you always hear the thing now, like the the, the death of the sedan. That's always you know when when Jalopnik's bored, they do a story about that. Anyway, um, uh, but the death of the sedan, and we're all going. You know, little cars, or, or we're going to do this, or we're going to have trucks, and, and SUVs are going to rule the world. In in my world, I wanted to drive something different than what my parents had. So to me, I think it's going to be cyclical. I think the death of, of the sedan has been greatly exaggerated, and I wouldn't be surprised in 10 years if sedans rule the road and nobody wants to be seen in an SUV. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, I think that, you know, things come around like that all the time, and, uh, yeah, I could see that happening again as well. So how does that work for you guys, like, w with design? Like, when you're looking at a Ram truck, and, again, like the drive for design, a lot of the really cool designs were, you know, that I saw were, were – the two doors, the, some of the stuff that people were submitting, um, kind of like one of them's the Holden. I saw a lot of Holden Ute-inspired trucks as well. Just some really cool trucks. And is that going to be a thing? You think we're going to get more sporty with trucks? That that'll be the next iteration of it? I think that uh, I think that what you're going to see is the, the you know the evolution of us being the, to be able to you know personalize uh, you know the vehicles and create those unique types of packages for. For customers you know that one thing that we always like to do at fca is to, to make sure that you know our vehicles have a certain identity to them and stand out on the road you know whether it's a wrangler or a challenger or a charger and certainly the ram um and i think you know with the popularity of ram we're going to continue to you know uh, explore that and see what types of expressions can we create that that really appeal to a broader range of of, of uh, truck customers are there some uh, some submissions during this contest that that you didn't even think of? Are there things that you stop and go, "Wow, it's, where did that come from?" It's fun, you know. It's I love seeing the creativity that uh, comes out of uh, out of the students. You know, there's some things that you know maybe maybe make you scratch your head, um, but uh, you know, I saw a lot of a lot of things that actually blended the 
you know, the idea of a car and a truck together, something that, you know, maybe wasn't as high off the ground, but, you know, sat a little bit lower and had a little more car type feel to it. So I think there's some neat things. And that's what we love to see is, you know, things like that, that, that actually can inspire us. You know, we talk about it in classic rock all the time, Mark, that like one of the things is the Rolling Stones greatest enemy is the Rolling Stones, because if they release a new song and it's great, that's cool, but it's not street fighting man or, or, you know, whatever they are. They're one of their 8,000 songs. So when you listen to their new music, I always tell people, clear your palate. Remember, just think like you've never heard the Rolling Stones. So you as a designer, when you're looking at these things, do you have to take out all your preconceptions of what you have seen over the years and look at it on a clean slate? Or do you, is your experience part of what makes it the competition? You know, I think, I think um, the experience always helps because, you know, it's always important to to really understand, you know, your customer. Um, but it's all that, but having an open mind and being able to see the potential for something in the future is, is absolutely just, just as important because, you know, we are working three to five years in the future. So everything, you know, we really have to anticipate, you know, what are, what are trends, what are customer needs and wants and certainly aesthetic, uh, you know, trends. So it's, it's definitely a fine line, but it's, it's one that's super exciting. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun to be a part of. That's for sure. You seem, you seem genuinely pumped up about doing this. I know this is the eighth year you guys have done this, right? And every year you seem more and more excited about it. Is it just the volume that you know you're not alone being one of these crazy design gearheads? Yeah, you know, and, and I tell you, it's part of it. The thing that I love the most is being able to connect with the young people. I'll tell you that one. So the eighth year, as you mentioned, and we've got one of our winners who was from Ohio. He won our competition a handful of years ago. He he's attended College for Creative Studies. I actually hired him as an intern into my design studio this past summer and before the internship was up he did such an amazing job for us and he fit in so well into our culture that we made him a job offer to be a car designer when he graduates so he's graduating next month and he's going to come to work for us so to me it shows that this competition is working you know we're exposing car design to young people and, and they end up having wonderful careers as a result of it so that's that's why it you know it makes me feel so good that, that we're connecting with those people and that's something that I've always liked. And I remember watching the first interviews you guys did this year um, with Josh Welton. Josh is one of the most creative people I've ever met. And what's really cool about what you do and what Josh does is I can't do that. I can't weld. I can't draw or design a car like you. Every time I try to draw a car, it looks like one of the wacky racers. It just, I swear to God, everything looks like Penelope pit stop to me. I mean, that's what I draw. And so it's like, Either that or, or I, well, nope, I just drew number three, Dale Earnhardt. So that, that doesn't work. But it's fun to watch what you guys do and how you look at things. And, and do you feed off a guy like Josh? I mean, I do just seeing his stuff. Yeah, I, I love Josh. Josh is, you know, he, he's such a, you know, he's, I, I love his writing. I love his artwork. And, and, you know, he's such a passionate guy. And that's why we wanted to bring him on, uh, you know, to be a guest judge with, with Ralph and I because, you know, he brings that artistic side and he brings the side that, you know, Ralph and I look at it and deal with, you know, car future sketches every day. And Josh is going to come in with a completely different perspective. So it was really, it's really exciting uh, to have him a part of the, the judging process. So I'd assume when everybody gets back to normal, when you all get back in Auburn Hills and into your design suites and everybody's together, there's going to be about three days of just vomiting all these ideas that people have, right? <laughs> 
you know, it's funny. We've been, uh, like I said, I think, you know, we always work, you know, we work a, a fair amount, but I think lately uh, myself and the, and the designers, we're, we're work, seems like we're working even more. And uh, I don't know, you know, obviously, you know, you don't have the travel time in that, but there's a lot of good, a lot of good creativity going on right now. So maybe the change of scenery has been good for a little bit of inspiration, but we're all definitely excited to, you know, get back to some, some normalcy and being able to see people every day too. So um, when do we see the Barracuda? <laughs> uh, if i had a if i had a dime for every time i was asked about <laughs> it's a compliment though i mean every time like what was it two years ago somebody trademarked the word cuda and i think it was fca or something it could have been for like a t-shirt or something but we all lost our mind here comes the cuda ah, yeah yeah right and the internet's always right right <laughs> exactly yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, it, it's cool that we have some iconic you know a lot of iconic names i always like to talk about the fact that you know we you know hellcats and you know demons and and you know we've got these iconic logos and names that um you know not you know it, those cars have a soul and and they, they even though they're not around they still live on with those names and it's it's cool that we have that that past to pull from you uh, you gonna be cruising Woodward this summer? What are, what are you gonna have? What are you gonna have on Woodward? You know it. Uh, <laughs> right now, I don't even care if I'm out there on a bike. I just I'd love to be out there around some cars. <laughs> I miss that car culture uh, big time right now. But uh, hopefully, when weather starts getting good, we'll be able to be out there. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough. I have a couple of cool cars in my garage here that I get to I get to drive. Um, I'm driving a charger wide body uh, hellcat right now is my my daily that's not getting so much daily use right now <laughs> it's all good did you uh tear up the lawn this winter with any any of the cars that you you drove in the snow <laughs> i got i only got stuck once out there with the with the wide body <laughs> <laughs> hey um fca drive for design.com that's the website you got till friday all the information for everybody if for high school students grades 10 through 12 but i would encourage Anybody who has got a kid in their in their family, or even adults, if you're interested in design, it's such a great website, fcadriveforDesign.com. You got midnight Friday to do that. And um, hey, Mark, let me ask you a question about the Ram. As much as we go big with the Ram and we see the new Ram stuff, and I'm not asking for like trade secrets, sure. the Ram works in a smaller platform too, doesn't it? I mean, with those those designs, do you look at smaller trucks now and go, we could do that? Uh, yeah, we, you know what, we're definitely looking at what's going on in the, in the marketplace. You know, there's, you know, with the, the, the Ram or excuse me, with the, with the truck, uh, segment, you know, kind of taking foothold and having a, a bigger footprint of possibilities, you know, we're always looking at, you know, areas to, uh, continue to, to grow our, our brands. Okay. And then, oh, so when do we see the Viper? Ah, see, I asked that <laughs> one too. It's all uh, right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you got homework about the unicorn car now. You got to think about that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, well, what's your – okay, so the, let's do out of all the B-bodies, what's your favorite? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That's like uh, – that's that's a tough one. I – being a Mopar head, man, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even pick one. That's too hard to say. That's like picking one of your favorite kids, you know? Yeah, I knew you were going to throw that right back at me. I, I will show you, uh, 
I have I have on my wall as a as a piece of art back here. Uh, whoa, whoa, what's in the crate? What's in the crate there? <laughs> what's in the crate? So we've got um, uh, that's the demon crate there. That's uh, demon crate number ten, and this one uh, is a buddy of mine. This is actually the infamous six 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 demon crate. So uh, a colleague of mine has the six 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 demon, and I'm storing the the uh, crate in my uh, my garage for him. <laughs> I got to do the press drives way back when for the Hellcats with uh, I did one with Goldberg and then the one out in Portland. And then apparently I went off the track once, one tire, and I've never been invited back. So, you know, <laughs> one tire, one tire. It's, I was one off tire, one tire. Yeah, that's pretty strict. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, all my best to you, the family. Everybody stay safe and healthy. Again, uh, fcadrivefordesign.com is the website. you got Friday midnight. Mark Trossel, uh, head of Ram Exterior, Mopar Design as well at FCA. Please tell everybody there, man, we appreciate all you guys do in the community and things like this that gets the creative juices going is such an important thing, man. It's really cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. Always good talking to you. You too, bud. Okay. So um, where's the where's the Barracuda? Move. Where's the new one? <laughs> Move to the right. Just uh, right? a demon. Uh, we got a viper. <laughs> okay, there's the viper. You guys got to do the viper again. Come on, Mark. That's such a cool car. You got to. All right, bud. Be well. Stay safe. All right. All right. See you.